You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With the pump fake and a one dribble inside to the long two, and he makes it. That's been his game his whole career. But look at him smiling. We go my back. Welcome to another episode of The Long Two. I am Pete Rogers. He is Natty Wallach. And we are a Camilla Stanthony podcast that uh, occasionally talk fantasy basketball. And we're coming back at you on a special Wednesday day released episode because, Natty, drum roll. We're just going to talk about Carmelo. We're just talking about Carmelo Anthony and how if he had joined his pal LeBron, he would have been in the finals. Updates on Mello. Also, uh, if LeBron had invited him, he would be there. Yeah, that's true. So this is LeBron's fault. LeBron is to blame for Mello not being in the finals. Like LeBron brought Flash to Cleveland for, you know, whatever that was. We blame you, LeBron. Yo, Mello never would have been as exciting on a different team. Like, I I really do hope he stays with the Blazers. He, He was sensational for that team even though he was sort of filling in more than he should have because of injuries, but it was so exciting. I totally agree, but it is the NBA finals. We are recording this Tuesday night, but you will be listening to it Wednesday. It'll come out Wednesday. And that is the day of game one of the NBA finals, Los Angeles Lakers, Miami heat. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to preview, preview the series and just kind of talk about uh, what needs to happen for each team to win matchups. We can't wait to see some sneaky MVPs, yada, yada, whole nine yards. Uh, but first want to take a moment to just, you know, remember what was oh, a, Danny uh, boy, an exciting, an exciting 2020 Celtic season. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Aaron Gabra, bro. I know Shit. a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of Celtics fans were thoroughly disappointed in this outcome, but you know what? I am fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> the better team won. Yeah, cry in your green beer. No one cares. I mean, the better team did win, and it's not as if there's a window really closing in on us uh, in terms of Boston. That's a jinx. Wow. Yeah, I damn. Know. Now, now Tatum is going to demand a, a trade. They all will. They be they like, we will. just They're can't stay out of there. Oh, yeah, this is exactly what I what I wanted, and we'll just be like Semi's going to be like, I'll stay for a max. They'll be like, yeah, <laughs> they're like, yeah, cool. We're, we'll we'll sign you to that. Do you and um, Brad Wanamaker, baby? Let's go. <laughs> oh, good, good. This is this is good. Um, but how are you feeling, dude? Like you you've had a, a while to process. Like it sucked. It sucked. It sucked. But and I said this to you. I said this to you when. Like it sucked, but part of me, like it was not a great series from the Celtics didn't like the Celtics had a lead in every single game and lost it. So mm-hmm. the Celtics weren't playing great. They weren't able to close games out. They're missing that veteran, you know, 
Andre Iguodala presence to to come in and kind of like settle everyone. But mainly, and I've said this before on the show, like it's a I'm a little relieved for two reasons. One, there is just so much Laker. Karma always has a negative connotation to it. So it's like positive karma coming for them just with the passing of Kobe and just this being like LeBron cementing his goat ship or, or make, taking another big stride. There's so many narratives leading towards the Lakers. And, and then just like it, it being a year where like, even me as a Celtics fan would be like, would it be the worst thing if the Lakers won a championship? No, like it, it would feel kind of right. Um, so I was glad not to have to like combat that in a series. Also, good Lord. I watched one Lakers Nuggets game and it just reminded me I would have died watching a full LeBron series. LeBron, the way LeBron gets refed is it for whatever reason, just <laughs> absolutely destroys me as a human being. So I I'm kind of relieved that I won't have to, uh, to watch a, a series of LeBron plus, Hey, like you said, the best team won and who couldn't have asked for a better matchup than this Lakers heat team? Like this is going to be a phenomenal series. It is the most 2020 thing that Dwight Howard and Dion Waiters might win a ring. Incredible. Dion Waiters who might win a ring no matter what. Right. Because he played for Miami. So Love he'll it. get a ring no matter which team wins. Uh, J.R. Smith is still there. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, pour one out for the Celtics. It's um, like it's a real fucking tough pill to swallow when Tatum doesn't score in a half. That's real, real fucking tough. And it was a bad matchup for them, but only because like you got to pop that zone. You just can't allow them to dictate the game like that for multiple games. Like that's crazy. It shouldn't have taken you more than two games to figure it out. Um, I also feel like Boston has a lot of potential down the road and their window is as long as the NBA goes, but it's also seems really tough to improve this team. Like, what can you actually do? Where do you actually do it? We'll have, we'll have a full off season to talk about these things, but there are already gorgeous Victor Oladipo rumors that have me all kinds of enticed and intrigued. Yeah, I mean, we love Depot on this podcast, obviously. I don't want him to go there because he will be at least second fiddle, maybe even third. I also... Yeah, but don't you think that... I feel like that's kind of a perfect role for him right now as he recovers fully from this injury and figures out exactly I totally disagree. I'm on the Depot is the number one option train. Like, Mm. I think him his first year outside of OKC after he got traded was, that was that's what Victor Oladipo is. I've we've loved him for a long time oh yeah. and oh it's yeah. tough to have your best player be a guard and win. Um, like the, the heat beat you guys, not really because of their guards, but because of their forwards and bam Adebayo, who right. just looked like a hall of famer against you guys. Yeah. That is without a doubt. I mean, I don't want to rub it in, but it's like that's why having a big that they're they're gonna the Celtics are gonna matters. Yeah, the Celtics are gonna make moves for for to sure it up. But I mean, I obviously we have plenty. We'll have plenty of time in the offseason to talk about it. Let's 
let's delve into this finals matchup because there is a lot to a lot to dissect. So we'll start off with Natty. What is what do you think needs to happen? We'll start with for a Lakers championship win for LeBron, for AD, for LA to come away with the with the chip. What what do they need to happen? What needs to happen for the Lakers to beat the Heat? Well, the stat that's been going around, I think it's Kirk Goldsberry. Maybe it was Zach Lowe, I forget. But somebody sent out uh, when the Lakers shoot better than, you know, 30% from three or whatever it is, they're, they win. And I think yep. that's just true for this series. There's There's no way LeBron is going to get stopped. There's absolutely no evidence in the history of the NBA where LeBron is totally shut down to the point where he's like less than 10 points, you know, there's, he's going to get his unless something absolutely fucking crazy happens, but you, you have to just like hits a, hits a God level. Or he just goes as ice cold as Houston did several years ago, you know, and it's just like his jumper doesn't fall and he can't get to the rim because bam, and the heat zone is preventing him from doing that. But I think that the Lakers, if they can make their jump shots, they win. If they can't, then Miami has a chance. But I I don't think that this is like sort of an even series. I know that 538 has a 73% chance that Miami wins. I think that's fucking crazy. I think it's Lakers in five, possibly a sweep. Damn. Okay. See, There's I, I, nobody on the Heat who can stop LeBron James while also stopping Anthony Davis. There's like no way that can happen. Yeah. One of them, like if you double one of them, then the other one will win, you know? Like, but if the role players on LA don't hit their shots, then yeah, it's going to be much, much, much tougher for LA to win. What do you yeah. think? Well, I mean, we've seen we've seen the LeBron Butler matchup before. Uh, back when was it? It was 2015, where LeBron and Cleveland, and they went up against the Bulls. Um, and Butler and Butler guarded LeBron there, and and like you said, I mean, LeBron scored. I think it was like 25 a game or something like that. Um, so, but but made him work for it. And so Jimmy Butler like is one of the few, and you also have Andre Iguodala and. Jake uh, Crowder there who I mean those are like three elite wing defenders who you can kind of keep chucking at him to at least make him work uh um, yeah you just throw people at him for right sure. that's I mean that's actually that's how you have to eventually wear down LeBron it is crazy that we are talking about this what is LeBron like 36 35 35 it's like you know the fact that we're just like a 35 year old LeBron and we're talking about how he's just like you can't stop him like it's it's a testament. This guy is. I feel like he, and, and again, this is another reason why I'm kind of pleased that the Celtics aren't in the finals. Because like I want to sit back and be able to appreciate what LeBron actually is, and not have to have like a, a, a vested stake in this series to the point where I can't like appreciate the fact that we're watching like history going down, uh, and, and just and just one of the greatest players to ever play somehow sure. still in a prime this is like a tom brady thing where tom brady you know at 42 is still somehow like playing elite football 
uh, and and LeBron is is doing that for the Lakers. You're right. the The key for the Lakers to win a Lakers victory is if they shoot well from downtown. If you have, you know, Danny Green suddenly, if playoff Rondo continues to exist, I mean, that's another reason. Playoff Dude, Rondo. Thank you for being back in our lives. It is. I. I mean, it has to be in the first paragraph of his basketball not obituary, but of his plaque <laughs> when he goes in the hall, maybe like he only fucking played hard when everyone was watching. It and was like when, anti-invisibility. Hard, it was, he amazing. was like one of the best players. I mean, it's, right. it's still true. It's amazing. It's amazing. The Lakers Rondo- have an incredible effective field goal percentage off of assists from Rondo. Like he knows where everyone is supposed to be. And he yeah. knows that because he's been around so long and around so many teams and he knows what LeBron wants, you know, like he, the geography of the court for Rondo is as high, I think, as it's been for anyone in history. He totally knows where everyone is going to be and how to get the ball to them. He's not like as, I don't know, like he has flair, but he's not like Rubio not really like Nash. Like he's a little bit colder, I think than that, Uh, not in terms of bad, but just like icy, like his, he's still one of the most incredible passers out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's shooting 45% from three, which is just incredible for Rondo. If you have ever watched Rajon Rondo take a jump shot, it is hard to watch, but he has just been able to stroke it from downtown in the playoffs. This is the Lakers are a team of reinvention. Let's, also mentioned KCP, Contavious Caldwell Pope, yeah. who's having like he's if if he's sinking buckets from outside, then I think that's really the barometer for the Lakers. Like if that's mm. happening, then they might be able to make up for whether Danny Green goes, you know, right frigid, or if other people aren't making their jump shots. Like if KCP can actually provide a consistent threat, then that's great news for the Lakers. Okay, so you're you're pretty confident in the Lakers winning in five. I I, I mean, it's always like a well, let's see how game one plays, and then we always overreact to game one. Maybe maybe I guess maybe I I would see this going six. I could see the Heat taking two. But if the Heat were going to win, Natty, what would they need to do in order to to pull off presumably an upset? It's basically the same answer. If they can shoot from outside. <laughs> if Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero can just be unconscious from three. Dude, but it can't just be. It has to be all of it. Like, right. Jay Crowder can't go one for nine. Duncan Robinson didn't have a great last series. He did, no, he didn't. Like, Tyler Hero was the MVP. Him and, Bam. like, there's Jimmy is not going to score 40 points unless he absolutely fucking has to. And it's unclear whether he actually can because right. his shot, well, especially if he's going falling. to, I mean, right. He's going to be going up against LeBron. Like that's the thing that the, the Lakers are going to do. LeBron's going to cover, you know, whomever Dragic or some chode for, you know, the first three quarters and then fourth Dragic quarter. Dragic is no chode, dude. He's been this one of the fair. most important players in the playoffs. He's going to be covering, well, even still, he'll cover Dragic and, and just bully him around. But uh, but in the fourth quarter where Jimmy Buckets has been able to like, you know, he's basically, like he has said this. He's like, I just kind of wait around until the fourth and then I'll click into gear. Well, if you click into gear and LeBron's there always on your hip, like that's a, it's a taller task to uh, to be able to, you know, 
carry the heat back into a game or to keep them keep a lead building in the fourth quarter, which is what he did against the Celtics when, you know, you're getting defended by a, a more rested LeBron than, than you are. I do kind of wonder whether LeBron crafty, canny, smartest guy ever LeBron is like the first game I'm going to shut down hero and Robinson and just get in their brains. Mm. And the first three quarters, they're not going to score a motherfucking thing. KCP <laughs> and Caruso, like they're like the other dudes are going to handle Jimmy. And actually, right. maybe we don't really care too much if he scores a lot. Like yeah. AD and Bam are, or, you know, like the Heat can't just throw Bam out there. They need to put Kelly Olynyk in there sometimes, I think, just to oh, handle all of the bigs right. that they can throw at them, the yeah. Lakers. But like, I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron's, it's sort of like Miguel Cabrera. He's like his first at bat in a game. He's like, I don't mind if I strike out or getting out, like, cause I know what's coming later down the right. game. And LeBron might just be like, yo, fuck these young kids. They will have zero confidence going forward. (laughs) And if my dudes can pick up on Jimmy and we win without me having to defend their best player, quote unquote, then all the better. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, and you say for the first series, I first game, I mean, LeBron could probably even do that for this. You know, if things go well, I wouldn't be surprised. That's like the strat is to like, let's just demoralize hero and, and um, Robinson and kind of take them out of the game. And then you're basically leaving Jimmy Buckets and Dragic with Bam, who doesn't shoot threes. And for three-point shooters, you're then being like, all right, Iggy and Jay, who are streaky shooters as they come, like, go win this game. Like, there's a way in which I can see the Lakers being like, yo, Jimmy, get whatever you want. We don't fucking care about you at all. We're going to lose if your role players do well. Right. Like, you got, like, the stars, fine, do it. I don't care. We're yeah. going, we're not hiding LeBron. Like he's there to shut people down, but it's also like, do you have to expend as much energy on those guys as on Jimmy? Maybe not. So that lets you have a little bit more juice for offense. I love, but, I love, I, I love our, how can the heat win segment has now become what the, what the Lakers will do to shut down the heat. <laughs> dude, because if the, here's the thing, if the, if the heat's perimeter shooters can't sink buckets, then they have no chance. Right. They just because Jimmy isn't shooting well enough, you know, it'll be like well, Jimmy's Bam never been a, and a Jimmy going to the line. Shooter. Well, I think he's in the mid 30s from three for the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, I totally take your point. And he's he's just been going to the line like that's how right. he's been right. scoring. But that that's going to be a little bit tougher against a Lakers team. That's huge. Yeah. And and like what you said, has bodies to just throw at you with. You know, obviously AD, but JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard. I mean, D12 the- was a defensive player of the year multiple times. Like he's not, he's also not 40, you know, like yeah. there's, I can absolutely see a series where he's on BAM and they just let AD like, and then all of the spots sort of go down a little bit. And it's I mean, like, it's well, just shit, like, it's just the like, it doesn't work at all. Right. If, if, if if uh Dwight is on BAM, like what who's who's AD like what what what's AD doing? You know, like it's it's there's, whatever there's he wants. No, right, exactly. There's no one outside of BAM who's going to even be able to remotely contain AD. And that I think is like the biggest 
piece if we talk about matchups that we can't wait to watch. Like Bam Adebayo versus Anthony Davis, to me, takes the cake. Because Anthony Davis sure. has put to rest all of the things that we've talked about in the show before where it's like, well, Anthony Davis, does he quite have it? Is he able to like, you know, this is the playoffs. This is the time where your team's going to need you to be great. Can he do that? And like, he has done that. He has looked phenomenal uh, this playoff series. And here's some, here's some, uh, good, some good stats for you. He's averaging 20, uh, 28.8 points, 5.7 Oh, sorry, 57.1% shooting, 9.3 rebounds, 3.6 assists, 1.2 steals, 1.2 blocks. And the only other player in NBA history to reach those marks in the postseason is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So Anthony Davis doing pretty good during this uh, playoff run. And Bam Adebayo has gone from like kind of cult fan, cult hero, I guess. Like, I feel like the, the yeah, like fan- sleeper pick in yeah. NBA fantasy drafts. Like this yes. guy's is going to propel us to like becoming a household name to becoming a like legit this guy is a top 25 like you know oh, has potential sure. yeah, yeah top 25 player in the league right now and is like the building block for the heat like this guy is going to be the elite of the you know he he has everything going for him and so these two guys matching up against each other is just going to be phenomenal to watch and is going to in my mind dictate the series i want to see that too i'm just not sure that's what we're gonna get like if you look at the total minutes for the heat players in the playoffs it's here are the totals or the players in order total bam Adebayo has played the most then jimmy buckets goran Dragic, tyler hero jay crowder duncan robinson iggy and then kelly olenek Kelly Olynyk has played 145 total minutes. The next highest is Iggy, Andre Iguodala, at 291. Like, yeah. there's – I know they haven't played Myers Leonard at all, but there are so many fucking bigs on L.A. They can just tell them to go out there and foul the living shit out of Bam right. and get fouled out. Like, what do they care? They well, don't this give is a the shit question. about JaVale Are we going to like, see – are we going to see more Miles Leonard this? I mean, he hasn't played all playoffs. And like, what does, what will that mean? Right. right. He hasn't played. How will the Heat play with a new play? I, I mean, I don't really think that the Heat have much of a choice. I think they just have to have Bam out there as much as they possibly can. I do think we'll see more Olenek though, because Which there's. terrifies me. I mean, I'm a big Olenek fan, but Kelly Olenek, the, the mere thought of Kelly yeah. Olenek having to guard Anthony Davis should strike right. fear into everyone. You're never hoping, be like, yeah, well, if Olenek does well, then we totally win. <laughs> well, if Kelly Olenek can defend Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is about to steal Kelly Olenek's lunch money and ponytail. So I just saw, I know that everyone's really excited and I was too. And we talked about this matchup before and we were both on the heat really hard, even before the season began. But when I started looking at what the Lakers have actually done in the playoffs, I got more and more skeptical of the heat's chances because I just feel like the Lakers can, like if they can shoot, then they have enough bigs to just beat the living fucking shit out of the interior of the heat. Yeah. All right. Quickly interrupting to do a quick ad break. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And we are back to whatever it was that we were talking about. Which is going to come down to, I mean, th- this is then maybe a matchup to that's that takes precedent in your mind is what we've talked a lot about is basically the the Lakers' ability to defend the wing because yeah. they haven't been, you know, that was an Achilles' heel for them. And if Miami's going to win this series or even make this a series, it's that's what it's going to, you know, they're going to need to be able to have Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, their three point shooters, Gorgon Dragic, just like you know, be able to hit shots with ease. Um, and so if the Lakers aren't able to defend that, it, it, now we have now we have a series. Dude, but you know what? There was a recent Heat team where their best player didn't shoot very well from outside and just drove and got to the line. That team was the Miami Heat with LeBron James. So it's weird, but it's almost like if Jimmy Buckets and Bam and uh, some kind of combination of their outside players can replicate the heatles, then I do think they can win. Like <laughs> because, like I don't know why Jimmy Butler can't a, get stopped. Really, series. there's oh, so no, much here, Daddy. Totally. It. I, I. I do. At first, I was just like, "This is fucking great," but like <laughs> Jimmy, but Jimmy Butler is not LeBron. Right. And it's like, as soon as I started putting up the real numbers against each other and just sort of thinking about like, oh, well, how did the heat win in the East? And how did it there's it's I am very doubtful that their zone, Miami's zone, will be able to withstand the interior scoring of the L.A. Lakers. Like, I just don't think that that's going to last very long. And also that means that like Bam is sort of out at the perimeter. So it's like, all right, we'll just let Anthony Davis go inside. Or right. let you know. There's just right. so They're many ways need to re re jigger their their zone because their zone was so effective because you had such size along the wing with with Bam playing there, and all of those things are still true. Like Iggy is still there, Jay Crowder's still there. Like the young shooters are still there. They everyone can do really well. Everything can click. Spolstra is a better coach than Frank Vogel. Spo knows LeBron better than maybe anybody. Yeah. Um, but LeBron probably knows Spo better than anybody. So I I can see a lot of reasons why the Heat could win, but I do feel like they need more luck and everyone doing well mm. more than the, like, I think the Lakers could win even if like some of their role players don't do well, but if Duncan Robinson can't shoot, that's a problem. Yeah. 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 And they were able to kind of survive the Celtics because you know, you had hero go off and, and whatnot. Ugh. Anyways. Right. It was like a different reason every time, but mainly it was like, Hey, Boston, 
protect your lead. God. How about you do that? How about you How drive? About How, about How about you it? waste clock? How about none of this fucking? Th- uh, yeah. Ugh. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, Let's I'm, not talk about that. All I'm telling, all, <laughs> all I want Brad Stevens to do this offseason is just forcibly make them drill how to beat that zone. Just like never let a zone ever stop you again. That's what I'm saying, though, with L.A. Like, there's no fucking way that that is going to work for four games against the Lakers. There's right. no fucking way. <laughs> also, but, it could, but it could steal, like, a game, right? If you sure, if you yes. use it and it steals a game, and then you just so like this is this is this is a Bill Simmons ism, and as much as I love to rag on Bill Simmons, I'm gonna take it. Uh, is like the is the tracking of what could like tracking a game in series, if that makes any sense. So like you would have the the zone game, right, for Miami, which would sure. which could steal a game. You could have the Duncan Robinson goes fucking unconscious from three game, in which which steals a game. You could have the Tyler Hero goes unconscious from three game, which which you know st- steals a game. And that's that's the that's the issue. So like the one he would always talk about is you know it's like the Warriors famously where it's just like Steph goes crazy, Clay goes crazy, KD goes crazy, and they play amazing defense. There's your four games. There's your series. The Heat like have three kind of game, you know, because like even if even if Jimmy buckets puts together a forty point performance, right? Is that is is that going to is that is the way Jimmy scores forty points going to obviously give the Heat the win? Right. Are you know? do the points actually equal the victory? Right. Does forty points for Jimmy actually mean that they lose bad? Right. Exactly. Because Jimmy had to shoulder everything on it on his sure. And I just and I just I don't know. I I have. I think you can say the same about LeBron, right? Like if LeBron totally. has a fifty point game. Like maybe think, they lost because yeah. like they no one else could do anything and he had to play out of his mind. I mean LeBron's ideal stat line, the what he wants to come away from this series with is like twenty ten and seven. Like that is sure. LeBron's ideal stat line, even probably like eighteen ten and seven. Um, like the Lakers just played a team with a really good center and a really good guard and. Mm-hmm. While the Nuggets are just about as different from the Heat as you can possibly get, like the geometry was strangely similar. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, well, the two most important dudes, like one's in the paint and one's out on the perimeter. So let's try to figure out how to defeat that geometry. Bam, if he gets shut down inside, I just don't know. It's that pick and roll that was so, yeah. I mean, God, they just demolished the Celtics with it. And so, but that's, it's, I love Daniel Tice, but every time, every time they bring up his little stats on the thing and I see that he's like six, eight, I'm like, Jesus Christ, Daniel Tice is tiny. Yeah. A lot easier to do the pick and roll alley-oop dunk or rolling to the hoop when you're going up against six, eight Daniel Tice and not when you're going up against seven foot defensive player of the year, Anthony Davis. It's just like with the empty points that you just mentioned, like right. maybe some of Tice looked really, really good, but it was because it didn't matter. There's just, there are ways that you can win playoff games and LeBron knows all of them. It's not clear whether the Heat who have babies on their team, like two of their most important players are yeah. actual babies. <laughs> it's because like I could see, 
LeBron being like, I'm going to guard Tyler Hero and ruin his career. Like, yep. he's coming in here being like, I'm the best Heat rookie ever. You know, like, I'm the new dude. I'm Jimmy Butler's little brother. And LeBron being like, you're nothing. You're a bug on my fucking shoe. Like, maybe you don't score any points. And that's LeBron's statement. Because LeBron's running out of statements. You know, like, he can shoot really efficiently. He can get all the dimes, all the points, all the board. He can do whatever he wants to. Like, there are only sort of a few things he can do anymore where it's really like, oh, yeah, that's LeBron. Like, if he shuts Jimmy Butler down. That's a LeBron thing. But this, this does feel you are uh, spot on in feeling like this is one of this has all of the makings of a mental barrier that a young player will take years to overcome. If LeBron just decides to make it his sole mission to be like Tyler Hero, you will don't don't you dare besmirch my bro D Wade. You are you are right. not the best rookie the Heat have ever had. Yeah, and, I uh, bred and, your shit. Like, I don't give a fuck what you had to go through in the East. I'm LeBron James. Also, he probably, I mean, he wants to beat Spo. LeBron does, and Spolster wants to beat LeBron. So the, I think that there might be an inclination on Spolster's end to be like, we just have to slow LeBron down enough, you know? And like, I I do sort of agree with that because I think that's what the Warriors did against them. But I just don't know what that looks like unless Jay Crowder and Iggy are really, really good. Right. Unless you get an Iggy finals MVP performance. And hey, has happened before. Has happened, but it's happened whatever it is, like five years ago. But that's like why they got Jay Crowder and why they got Iggy. They were like, these guys know how to defend wings and they can do it or they at least have been seen to have done it in the past the the justice winslow trade is looking absolutely brilliant right now totally because like i said at the top you now have i mean the lakers have big bodies that they can just send at bam and it doesn't matter if they foul out like you don't want iggy or jay to foul out but the heat now have three big physical wing defenders who all have a history of being able to at least make lebron work to score or to operate and now you can just rotate through these guys for the series and at least put some like at least put a body on him and and make him work. I mean, all three of those guys are big like strong built dudes. Dude, and Pete, you're you're right, man. Fuck the Lakers. Let's go Heat. Like why is KCP and Rondo and Alex Caruso going to do well? <laughs> Fuck them. The entire Lakers backcourt could dissolve just and then all of a sudden there's Goran Dragic scoring 33 points in game two and they already won game one because the Lakers don't feel like they need to win game one. Like I do think the heat are going to win game one. I like, I could see that. That And that's the zone game. I bet you that's the zone. Sure. Game. Miami comes out in their zone and LeBron's like, uh-uh. like, I don't need to push it yet. I'm going to learn how this zone operates, learn how to beat it, give them some false confidence in it. They won one. You're totally right. Like we just, I mean, we were talking about playoff Rondo shooting 45% from three. Like, yeah, this is what playoff Rondo does. Playoff Rondo also can disappear at any moment. Absolutely. And now, and now you're stuck with regular season Rondo who throws, you know, 15 assists, five turnovers, and shoots 20% from three. We haven't even mentioned Kuzma, who <laughs> maybe it could, like, I could see him being one of the most important players in the series. Yeah. Because if he's on and can defend at the consistent level that he's shown in the playoffs, 
that's a big fucking problem for the Heat, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's only scored 11. He only, his max was 11 points in the Nugget series, I think. But that might have been more a symptom of, like, what their game plan was. Like, they just didn't need him to do that. But Kuzma, there aren't a lot of people on the Heat that can actually match up with Kuzma's height, right? Like, there's, there might be times where they ask Kuzma to go against Bam. That would be interesting. Like, just to give AD, when AD's down, like, I don't think that they'll rest AD and Braun at the same time, but, I mean, they could. Stranger things have happened. Well, this is a good segue. Let's talk some uh, some finals MVP odds because I always love – this is one of my favorite things when it comes to doing like preview shows or, or predictive things is just being like creating the narrative for some out-there pick, out-there player to, uh, to win finals MVP, just like Iggy, just like Iggy. Like if another crazy person won finals, I'd love it. So here's some odds. Dude, if Ray Allen hadn't made that – fucking three Danny Green would have been the MVP of that series maybe for the Spurs so these are getting I'm getting these off of uh this DraftKings Sportsbooks uh is what I'm looking at these current odds LeBron is minus 150 155 uh current odds for finals MVP Anthony Davis plus 250 Jimmy Butler plus 900 Bam Adebayo plus 900 so those are your top four guys really they're tied at oh that's interesting Bam and Jimmy at plus 900. Because if the Heat win, it's going to be un- like, I, I, none of the other guys on the Heat are going to be, like we said, are going to, I think, are going to be so good in multiple games that they would win finals MVP. Like they might be the MVP of a game, but I feel like if the Heat are going to win, Jimmy Buckets or, or Bam out of bio is going to be that, uh, that finals MVP. And Vegas little, agrees with you, which is why right. they're the same. But but like, what if Iguodala is just like, I've been waiting my whole fucking life. I'm leaving it all on the line. Well, let's get the, the super great ones. Gordon Dragic and, uh, is plus 3,000. Tyler Hero that, is plus okay. 3,500. Tyler Hero plus 3,500. And now we get into just the absolute absurd ones. Who do you think is the first Laker though, Natty? Outside of Anthony Davis and LeBron James, who is the first Laker with the best odds to win finals MVP? Is it Danny Green? No, it's fucking playoff Rajon Rondo. (laughs) See, but that's Vegas being like, oh, well, everyone's saying playoff Rondo. So that's Vegas having no no understanding of of Rondo's career. Yeah, there's absolutely no, there's, it's not that there's no way, but that would so many fucking things. Like, I would, there, like I could see Dwight Howard getting it before Rondo. I think that would actually like if Dwight Howard starts and shuts down Bam, then he should be considered for MVP because then you get rid of one of the best players on the opponent's team. If not the best player. But that's really fucking fun. What's Kuzma? Does it say? Kuzma is also. So yeah, Rondo and Kuzma are plus uh, 15,000. What's Caruso? Uh, <laughs> KCP is plus 20,000 Duncan Robinson's plus 20,000 Jay is plus 20,000 Caruso Danny Green Iggy Dwight are all plus 25,000 and then Kelly mm. Olenek and JaVale plus 50,000 I feel like Danny Green should be a little bit higher but, I do feel okay. like Danny Green is should be a little bit higher because if he's cause been the, so hot or cold though it's been right rough. but if he is if he plays to the level of Toronto Danny Green yes 
elite perimeter defender who yeah. shoots 40% from three. If he does that for the full series and conti- like, if, if it really is LeBron is like, I'm going to demoralize Tyler, Tyler hero for saying that he's the best <laughs> rookie in heat history and just completely eviscerate this kid and give him no, no more career. Danny green. If Danny green is then just like tasked with Jimmy buckets for the entire series sure. contains Jimmy buckets averages 15 a game while shooting you know three for five from or three for six from downtown. that's probably more than what Igudala averaged when he won right totally the narrative is there there's this is why it's a such an awesome series actually because there's so many question marks and so many things that could happen i love how much you fluctuated on that throughout this just mere 20 minutes of talking well because fuck it. the lakers i, I like it. seriously <laughs> also we've seen lebron lose before um there's there's like a chalk bracket and then there's this is covid this is 2020 this is the bubble anything can fucking happen anything maybe myers happen. leonard is the fucking MVP. like who, we oh don't know god what if what if miles what if this is spose whole thing miles leonard has <laughs> not played the entire se- entire playoffs totally purely for this moment so that he will come in they have no tape on him and he's just going to shut down anthony davis welcome to the fucking thunderdome what if i am here for that it is like, if you just go by how many players you think could actually be in the series and make a positive impact, I feel kind of bad for Kendrick Nunn because I'm not really sure if he can play in this series. Yeah. Like, I could see Quinn Cook on L.A. playing more minutes than Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think the only time Kendrick Nunn sets foot on the court is if it is an absolute blowout. Dude, and that's a guy we were talking about for like yearly awards, yeah. you know, and we loved him during the season. He was a fantasy darling. Dude, like uh it's a little bit sad. Like he's been the guy that we were talking about 6 months ago or well, longer than that, and now we're not talking about him at all. It's a little yeah. sad. A little sad. Um okay, before we go, very quickly Natty We've previewed the finals. We're both very excited. Make sure you watch. We will be continuing to talk about it. Um, but before we go, the LA Clippers decided that Doc Rivers was no longer needed uh, yeah. to help them <laughs> succeed. So I just want to quickly hear your thoughts on on this uh, surprising, shocking, <laughs> dare I say, uh, unpredictable move. I just don't feel like it was Doc's fault. I feel I don't like, think it is, yeah, like the te- if the team fell apart in the bubble, then I feel like Kawhi and Paul George also have to share some of like it's they shouldn't that sort of team shouldn't need a scapegoat. Like Doc has accomplished, Doc has been here before. Unless you guys don't like Doc, and maybe that's what it is. Like maybe Kawhi doesn't like Doc Rivers, in which case, yep. There's the door. See you later. Yeah. Kawhi's here. Like we traded everything for him. We can't like piss him off for no reason. Even though some organizations would say, yeah, well, sorry, Jim Boylan already has a contract, but I just also, unless it's Ty Lu, I'm not really sure that you're going to get a coach with as much authority as you had with doc. And it also sort of means that you youth as an organization think that something went wrong 
like something fixable went wrong. Like by getting rid of Doc, now we're actually a title contender. And yeah. I just don't really feel like that's what the actual problem was. I think the the thing that I've seen most batted around, or maybe I've only seen it batted around a couple of places, and I've just seen those couple of places the most, um, that makes the most sense, is you mentioned Ty Lu, and that, that to me is the only thing that makes sense, is that Ballmer didn't want to lose Ty Lu. He was going to be you know heavily recruited by any of these sure. teams who need a head coach. And for whatever reason, he you know was like, maybe Doc wasn't feeling it, maybe... Bomber wasn't feeling it. Maybe Kwai and PG weren't feeling it. What, whatever the case might be, there was some iffiness between the Clippers and Doc, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna separate. We're gonna part ways so that we can like give Tyloo the reins and make sure that we retain him." And 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 knowing that Doc is like, it's not like Doc's not gonna get a job. There are so many teams out there who would love to have Doc Rivers coaching for them. So. You know, I, that's the only thing that makes sense. Like, if they go out out of the house to find a, a head coach replacement, then that then I have no idea why you would pat, why you get rid of Doc Rivers. I strongly agree, and I sort of wonder if like, like if Ty Lue is not the Clippers coach, then it it just doesn't seem like it just seems like a panic move almost. Totally, you know, like oh, we have to make a change, so let's do this. Uh, I would love to see Doc in Milwaukee. Yes. Yes, yes. But yes. I also sort of feel like some of the, like, I think he'd do well in any coaching, if, like with any team. He's a good coach. But I feel like the Rockets and the and the Sixers have such a fucked up roster situation that maybe I don't want to go there. Like maybe something like Indiana would be a little bit easier. Unless Maybe unless, I can convince Depot to stay. Maybe. The only way I would see him going to the Sixers or Rockets is if he does what he did with the Clippers, where he's like, I'm coming in, I'm ge- general manager too. Like, I am all powerful. Okay. And I'm, How about- and I'm cl- cleaning house, or I'm doing what I want to do to build this team the way I want it. Like, that's the only way. I would love him in Milwaukee because I just, I want that team to comp- competently build something around Giannis yeah. because I want to see Giannis at his best. And I think Dwight uh, uh, Doc can do that. But I think if Doc is going to the Sixers or Rockets, then they're luring him there with saying, you have almighty power. You build this roster. How like you fix this roster to your vision, because clearly the vision we've had of it is not working. How about if Doc was willing to go to a team where it's like, we're not title contenders right now, but we will be like the Pelicans. Ooh, that would be saucy. Like, I don't think that team has to say, like, you get to be GM. We already have one, but we have this roster where it's like, yo, we have five years. Like, we're going to make some changes, but we have our dudes. We're we're strangely deep. Like, we have J.J. Redick, who used to play for you. Like, this is a team that should be in the playoffs next year and, like, going forward. So, like, maybe, but I, I... but that's not a title contender right away. I think he'd have no, to I wait. Do like, like I do like that. I think there's a lot of openings, though. I think you're right. Like he can go wherever he wants to. Really, he'll find he'll find a spot and he'll succeed. I like Doc Rivers. I, totally, I, ditto. Yeah, Ubuntu uh, forever. He's great. My final thought before we go. Do it. What if you are right in saying the Clippers wanted needed to address needed to say that something was wrong? right? Something went wrong in this playoffs. 
And instead of saying the obvious thing and the right thing, that was Paul George was what was wrong. Despite the fact you can't say anything bad about Paul George because you gave up 700 first round picks for him. Sure. And playing Montrez Harrell like way too much. And so Doc Rivers got fired because you needed someone to blame. And the person to blame, you can't blame because you traded your entire draft class for the next 15 years for. I feel a trade idea coming on. I'm not sure why. Ooh, what is it? Tell me. Oh, I don't have a trade. No, that was my thing. That was my thing is that they just, they just, Paul George, they wanted to blame Paul George, but they couldn't. So they fired Doc. Stars get moved every single off season. It's not crazy to me to think that Paul George could get moved. I don't know what it would be for. I also feel like Balmer, like if Balmer really looked at this team and was like, okay, it didn't work. The reasons are X, Y, and Z. One of them was Doc. One of them was PG-13. And one of them was Montrez Harrell. Then I could see a bunch of moves occurring where it's like Kawhi gets a better team around him because Mm -hmm. Balmer's like, I don't care who you want. I do yeah. have you here for two more years. I'm going to make the moves. I'm in charge of this team. Doc's gone. I am now yeah. the architect of this team. But it'll be, it'll be I think that would have to be something like Paul George for Ben Simmons. Yeah. It's which is a, not like out of control. It's going to be crazy because depending on what happens in the final, let's say the Lakers lose. Does Anthony Davis leave? LeBron Natty. will just be one year older, right? Natty, I said we were about to go. <laughs> I, I, but like, there's so, all these amazing hypotheticals. Like they, nothing will Brock. happen to the Heat. The Heat have their team. Like if right, they lose Jay right. Crowder and Iggy, like who cares? Like they Replace have their them. yeah, totally. It doesn't matter. There. That team is there. That's one of the the most solid rosters situations, like in basketball. Mm-hmm. everybody else could change really maybe not mm-hmm. phoenix too much but like there's so much room for movement absolutely everywhere kevin durant and kyrie irving are going to play next year so is steph curry and clay thompson by the way With none of those guys were in the whatever, fucking finals yeah it's gonna be yeah i'm here for it i'm here for it uh all right well make sure you subscribe to the fake teams podcast wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss any of the crazy hypotheticals that we were going to be tossing out as we hit the uh throughout this final series and of course when we hit the nba offseason uh get us itunes spotify stitcher that is how you'll not only get us uh, but also our fantasy football and fantasy baseball podcast you can follow us on twitter yeah. at the long two pod uh natty until next week have a good one dude everybody watch baseball everybody watch basketball love you guys see you next week buddy